We answer viewer questions on the Tesla Model 3, give you our first impressions of the Nissan Leaf, and what we know about the GMC Sierra, next on Talking Cars. Hi, everybody. Welcome to the show. I'm Mike Quincy. I'm Mike Monticello. And I'm Ryan Pilikowski. And kicking off today's podcast, we're getting right into it with the Tesla Model 3. I mean, this was front and center in the last podcast. We just did a first drive video done by yours truly, Mike Monticello, with a few interesting comments specifically about wind noise. And the comment reads, I don't want to be mean to Mike. (laughs) <laughs> Who doesn't want to be mean to Mike? I don't want to be mean to Mike, but he complains about wind noises on the highway. But then he says he misses engine sound, not noise evidently. It's only a noise to everyone else in or outside the car. So noise, wind noise, specifically Tesla Model 3. What, what's, your fe- what, what's your feeling about this? Why are you picking on me? Well, it's, it's not just me. Obviously, the, the podcast world yeah. doesn't want to be mean to you, unlike the rest <laughs> of us Normally, it's work just with you. you. Yeah, okay, so, so well, really, okay. wind noise. So there's a couple things going on here. For one thing, I, I think there is something to the fact that you, know, you have a heightened awareness of other sounds when you're in an electric car because uh, it is so quiet you know, in terms of you know, there's no engine, right? Mm-hmm. right? So there is something to that. But there's a difference between uh, a noisy car and a car with a lot of wind noise. And this is a car with a fair amount of wind noise. Mm-hmm. Um, you don't notice it. So it's going to be quieter than most cars as it's accelerating. But once you get up to highway speed, that's where we've so far noticed. Again, you know, we haven't fully tested the car. It's not fully, it's not through our test program. But what we've noticed so far is it has a fair amount of wind noise. And this is actually something we've noticed. We've said this in the Model S. We've mm-hmm. said this about the Model X. Um, Some sort of endemic to, to, to Teslas in, the, in, in a way. Yes. And, and there's, there's several things going on here. Uh, first of all, it has an all-glass roof, you know, which is mm-hmm. uh, really cool. And we had to order the glass roof. It's part of the premium upgrades, the $5,000 we needed to get. If you wanted a first production Model 3, you had to get the car equipped a certain way. And so we had to have the glass roof. Uh, so there's a fair amount of noise up here, you know, where the roof goes over, the glass roof goes overhead. But there's more to it than that. This is a car that you get in, and once you get up to speed, this happens to me, I think, pretty much every time I've driven it, where there's a lot of noise from the driver's window. And so I, like, roll down the window and then I roll it back up because I, it sounds like it hasn't seen yeah, it. Yeah, like you left it's, it down a little funny. bit. It's funny. Yeah. Isn't that it's, certain cars, it's so noisy, you almost check to see if the windows yeah. right. are up or down. Have, yeah. have you also noticed that, that the Tesla oh, yeah. is, is a bit noisy? Yeah, no, I agree. And I, I th- there is a, um, you know, this this weird sensation. There's no electric, there's no gasoline motor. So when you're accelerating, there's no noise. You're, you're hearing other things because right. you're, that, that white noise that was there isn't there anymore. Right. We'll, we'll call it that. Um, but there is a, it's a noticeable amount of wind noise, I think, on the highway. It, it's wind noise, so it's not obnoxious, but right. it's, it's there. Right. And um, yeah, it's kind of a premium car. But, maybe. but, not, but honestly, not as much noise in insulation as, right. as, as some of the more luxury, you know, other right. luxury but cars. But to his point, the half, the, more than half of the roof is glass. Right. And glass is, I don't think, a great insulator of noise. So Yeah, and there's <laughs> no, there's no uh, you know, um, sunroof uh, Right. Uh, what do you call those? The uh, the, the shade. There's no right. shade right. that you can have to cover up the roof. Even that's that how you, know, yeah. that's how you get yeah, rid yeah. of some noise on cars with sunroofs, right. especially one with a huge roof like that. They've chosen not to do that. Mm-hmm. So if it, if it was there, if you could close that you know shade, mm-hmm. you'd probably have less noise as well. So right. and, and just jumping over to other comments on the on the Model Three, uh, we got we got some comments that were not necessarily curious, but but it, you know it, it, it kind of begs a good question. 
it, it, regarding break-in miles. Uh, the, the, the comments read, uh, why would you need break-in miles on an electric powertrain and break-in miles, really? Do you know, you do, you do know this is an electric car, right? right. But, you know, so that's we, a good, we, we, get, we get new test cars to the track, mm -hmm. and, you know, what, what do we do for all of them? Well, that's, it's, that's a good point. Um, but almost more important than breaking in an internal combustion engine, which most cars have, is for our testing, is getting the brakes, the tires, and the suspension broken in. So, I mean, we buy these cars brand new, um, and we don't test them until they have between two and 3,000 miles on them. And this is what we do for all cars. This isn't just a Tesla thing, or every vehicle that we test goes through this uh, protocol. But, um, you know, breaking in the brakes, um, they, you know, they, they have to go through a certain amount of heat cycles, um, meaning they, have to, they basically have to get hot and cold, hot and cold. Um, that prepares them for... Um, their job, but right, you don't and want to take it, take we, take essentially green brakes, right. And do a full on, full right. full pressurized, right? Uh, because uh, Joey's, we're getting the car ready for Joey to do his his brake test. Absolutely, right. and uh, even with the brakes, obviously your tires, um, brand new tires have a um, mold release compound, other chemicals on them from when they are um, come out of the mold when they make these wow. tires. These tires, so. Um, getting that uh, that stuff off, we do the tire testing before we even test any of those tires. We all we drive a couple hundred miles on all these tires to get that off, um, and the suspension uh, too. You know, little creaks here and there. Everything got to kind of settle in. Uh, it's right. brand new. This car has driven nowhere. It was built and it came here. Right. So, so, so well, it's, 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 when it comes to break-in miles, it's not really just just the engine. Right. A lot, yeah. We're just got to make sure that everything is is working properly. Well, that's the other thing I was going to say. It's exactly. not just the the tires and the brakes, uh, and if it had an engine, the engine. It's also that we're trying to make sure that there's nothing wrong with this car before we start testing. Right, I mean, right. we've had some test cars come in that have been back to the dealer multiple mm -hmm. times. Uh, I don't want to name names, Alpha Julia, but uh, <laughs> well, been but back. Warranty issues. Been back right. multiple times for things that needed to be fixed before we could right. even get the car to 2,000 miles. We, so we it has them, happened. Yeah, we're, we give them the benefit of the doubt. I mean, we want to make sure these things are up to snuff. Um, yeah. Sorry, we, we really love your, all your comments about Tesla. Uh, it seems like it's, it's the car brand that everybody wants to talk about. But keeping with the all-electric theme, um, some eagle-eyed viewers from the last podcast were wondering which car was in the background. The question was, I want to know what CR thinks of the new Leaf I saw in the background. So good on you for noticing that. Yes, we do have the new Leaf for our test program. Mike, uh, you're like electric man right now. Tell me, <laughs> what about the Leaf? Um, well, at least we're finally not talking about the Model 3. We've moved <laughs> on to another car. We did do a lot of stuff on the Model 3. But um, so the Leaf is, uh, it's, you know, it's the, the next generation of this car that uh, really was, you know, the first mass-produced uh, electric car for the public from, a, from a, a big manufacturer back in 2011. Uh, so it was a big deal back then, but, you know, the car has fallen behind in terms of mm. its range. I mean, it, it had anywhere from, uh, during its, its life cycle, it was anywhere from 75 to 107 miles of range. Uh, so they've come out with this new version, which has more range, and it's EPA rated at 151 miles, uh, but... You know, we'll get into what it drives, how it drives in a little bit. But first, I think we need to talk about that because basically what with the Chevrolet Bolt uh, and this Model 3, which is anywhere from 220 miles of range, uh, you know, to over 300 miles of range, depending on the battery size. It seems weird to come out with a brand new electric car right. and only have 151 miles of range. You basically, 200 is the new number. It seems like you need to have, or you're not in the game. Yeah, right. They're not even close. Now, now in, in terms of, of of the like the, the, the I mean, you're, Ryan is one of the, the the larger people that we have testing our vehicles. Do you fit? Do you fit in the new Leaf? I no. mean, how, do, how does it work for you? No, I, it actually the driving position is terrible. 
for if you're a bigger guy. Um, not because there's not enough headroom, but because the steering wheel doesn't telescope, it just angles and it's kind of a weird angle anyway. But the seat, um, to get, you, you want, I want to back up because I'm too close, but because my hands are hitting the, my knees, but you can't because the wheel doesn't telescope. So it's, it's this awkward, um, awkward seating position. And the seat's not that great for me anyway. It's just kind right. of flat and, right. uh, odd, but, um, I didn't find it, it as bad as, as, as Ryan it, because, well, you know, I'm vertically challenged, as, as everyone knows. I mean, yeah. sometimes I sit on a pillow so that I look taller here. Yeah, the, the two mics true. here That's are under six feet tall, unfortunately. Uh, but so I didn't have as big of an issue. But the center console that you're talking about with the right knee is a huge issue. I mm -hmm. mean, even for me, uh, I could get the steering wheel into a pretty good position, although you're right. It's sort of almost bus-like. It's, it's bus-like, mm -hmm. yeah. Uh, you sit up high, which is, is fine. The seat didn't bother me as much. I, I usually like Nissan seats pretty well. Mm -hmm. right. uh, but... Um, I can see, but that that the center console intrusion is just—it's ridiculous. Yeah. I don't know yeah. how that even. No, I, I, I can I can like see uh, liking the the leaf seat more than the bolt, but yeah, but well. but in most in so many other ways. The, the the bolt is is just gonna I think gonna eat eat the leaf. Yeah, well the bunch, bolt's actually God. the bolt's redeeming. It's fun to drive. Right, I mean, it it's it's fast. It it uh, handles pretty well. I mean, right. it's 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 exciting to drive. Where this is kind of like the leaf is kind leaf is kind they of. They built dull. a car for. A while ago, I think. and they they made a change with this car, so they they tried to improve the handling, mm -hmm. uh, and they don't have to be you know go separate ways the handling and the ride, but right. in this case it did. They improved the handling; it's, mm -hmm. it has a little sharper turn in, doesn't lean as much right. through through corners, uh, but now the ride is a little stiffer, a little more choppy. Mm -hmm. uh, so you know, not that the if we're comparing it to the Bolt, uh, the Bolt is is very stiff as well, right. uh, but the difference is the Bolt is a lot more fun to drive. Mm -hmm. Uh, feels uh, quicker. This car actually thought, you know, when I first got in, I thought, okay, other than the, the center console problem. And the, the funky shifter. The, and the funky yeah. shifter. Yeah. Uh, but, it, you know, it actually, uh, you know, it's an electric car, so it gets off the line pretty well. And it has a decent amount of power, you know, even if you get on the, on the uh, if you hit the throttle pedal, you know, full throttle at, uh, say, 40 miles per hour to get yeah. a little more acceleration. At right. that speed, it still has some good power. Right. Once you get up more to, like, 60 miles an hour and, you, and then you hit the throttle again, the, there isn't a whole lot left at right. that point. You, right. know? you can't so say I didn't, it, it runs out of gas. because uh, Runs out of steam or electricity, <laughs> I guess. <laughs> the acceleration didn't bother me because I get in that car and I'm not looking for that. I, mm -hmm. It's it's an electric car. I mean, we're, we've, we've been spoiled. You know, the Teslas are fast. Um, the Bolt's the bolt quick. quick. But I think that's um, what, what surprises about the Bolt because I wasn't... Yeah, that was that was that a either. surprise. Yeah. Oh, but what we should say though about this Leaf though is so this has a 40 kilowatt battery right now mm -hmm. for 2019. I think because... They didn't maybe know the Bolt was coming out. They didn't know how good it was going to be or how long its range was going to be. They've already, Nissan has already said that they're coming out with a 60 kilowatt battery for 2019, which will, they're promising uh, 200 miles of range. Yeah. So they've already realized that they have to change the car somewhat. Right. But, but it begs the but question, it, why doesn't the manufacturer do it right? The, the, the right. First but exactly. even, but even 200, you're still kind, you're still kind of behind. Like, right. This is, yeah. it's just, the bars just keep going, you know, it's just going to keep going up and they're, so, so we really we, we we've gone from the Tesla mm -hmm. to the Leaf to the Bolt, but but really we want to know what you think. I mean, send us a thirty second video, click on the show link on the show notes, and and let us know let us know which one you'd buy, and and any other automotive questions, for example. That's that's a that's a nice little segue, right? And our final segment in the news this week, 
GM recently unveiled its GMC Sierra pickup truck. This is a twin to the wildly popular Silverado Sierra, so I don't know. It's all confusing to me. No, actually, not really, because we're all truck guys here. You're, you're always hauling around boats and, you know, you got motorcycles. I love pickup trucks. So we're really curious about what's going to really set this truck uh, apart. Uh, GM says that the new Sierra is going to have a carbon fiber composite bed. It's going to have a multi-purpose tailgate that can function as a step, a seat, a standing workstation. I don't know. Maybe it's going to get your coffee for you. Uh, listen, Ryan, is, is this this kind of bed thing, is this, is this gimmicky? Is this got some substance to it? Um, so I, I saw a little video clip of it, and um, it kind of reminds me of when, um, and maybe they still have it, Ford had the uh, step and the tailgate. The man step. The right. man step. And um, I have yet to see a used Ford F-250 that doesn't have that step damaged. <laughs> um, if you're a contractor... I don't see that. That's kind of, that kind of stuff doesn't fly. I, I, it gets destroyed. They, these guys work with their trucks. They're putting heavy stuff in there. They're banging them around. They're in a rush. They're working. Mm-hmm. Um, this thing looks complicated. There's a lot of, it flips down. It does like 20 different things. There's a lot of moving um, parts. I, I just don't see that lasting. Mm-hmm. But I don't know if that's you know if that maybe that the contractor the lower level trucks are which you, most of these guys work with are going to have that tailgate. Right. This, right. This I, I, is I for the Denali. These are, these are more for the Denali. The so the multi pro tailgate, as it's called, if you right. want the exact multi pro. Multi pro. That's like name. us. We're multi pros. It's Thanks. standard on the Denali and SLT trims. Okay. Uh, so those are the upper level, right. and they they do buy these trucks, but are they beating on those trucks as hard as they are in the regular you know. The lower level, the lower trims. I don't know, but um, I, it's a lot of moving parts. I'm I'm a simplicity kind of a guy. Well, it, moving parts, but us, you know, you, you've got the the grit of dirt, sand, rocks. Yeah, just wear and tear. Yeah. You're throwing yeah. in the back can right. get in the midst mm-hmm. of those moving parts, right? right? Yeah. I mean, there's. Some, we, go ahead. I'm sorry. Wasn't there a remote like it yeah, came it, down you, on its own too? You can get. You can get a. a I mean, talk about what, moving parts. The, you got another. There's another motor and actuator. Right. So the way it works is is that uh, you actually press a button instead of you know grabbing a handle or a lever mm-hmm. to have the tailgate come down. You press a button. There's actually I think like two buttons on. So there, it's like a power lift gate. Yeah. So yeah, you yeah. press exactly. it and it comes down. Yep. You know, in a damped fashion, which I really like when yeah. the tailgates are damped, uh, but. Then there's there's all these things you can do with it, and until we get one in here and yeah. test it, we can't say for certain if we're gonna like it or not. Mm-hmm. But I will say, like the step, it has this large step uh, right. that goes kind of all the way across the back. But you know, even that's a multi-step process to, to put that step down. And right. sometimes I just hop up into the you just into jump the, up there. Yeah, you can also have the tailgate. You fold it down or bring it down, and then you can fold it down again so that you can get in closer. I can see that being somewhat useful to get to grab something without having to reach way over the tailgate. Right. But I'm just I'm just not sure about um, that. I need all this on my truck because I'll say one of the most genius inventions was GM's uh, bumper step. You know, right. little steps. It, Simple. And, and yeah. it's because easy. there's yeah. a hole. It's not even a real hand grab. It's a hole on the top of the bed, right? Yeah. And mm-hmm. a simple step right here. You're in like that. I right. mean, it's it was like it's almost like how did they not think of this earlier years ago? <laughs> I mean, it's clearly, so clearly. simple, and you don't need to you don't need to put anything down like right. you know Ford's thing or this one to mm-hmm. have that step. You're you're up and in. So yeah. I, I don't know, but again, we got to get the thing in. See, play with it. So, so really we're like. going to see if GM is stepping up their game. So the new Sierra is going to have the the, the 5.3 and 6.2 liter V8 mm-hmm. uh, six cylinder uh, diesel is going to be available. It's going to have an optional head up display. They mm-hmm. say GM says they're going to be using uh, a much more uh, aluminum in the new uh, model, uh, taking about 360 pounds out of it uh, from a safety standpoint. Uh, blind spot and automatic emergency brake 
making is only going to be optional on the top shelf. Denali, which is unfortunate, we yeah, think that should, should be, be on, on on every every turbine. At least available, if it's not if not standard, at least at least available. Available. To have it only be available on the top one is. is we ridiculous. would hope that GM would would rethink that approach. But uh, again, you know, you got three truck guys right here. Really looking forward to mm-hmm. to, to sampling. This. Well, oh, and, yeah. you know, we didn't talk about the carbon fiber bed. Well, hey, you, you mentioned it, and uh, I, I actually that, bring up the carbon fiber bed. Well, so uh, the carbon fiber bed saves. This is like Monticello doing his homework, by the way. We're, we're applauding that. <laughs> well, because you mentioned it at the beginning, and then we moved on to the tailgate, right. and and it is that this is this is the first carbon fiber bed in a production pickup saves sixty two pounds. They say. Versus the bed in the current truck, right? Which that seems that's interesting. That's not a lot of weight. Not a lot of weight, and carbon fiber. When I just hear carbon fiber, I think of dollar signs. I mean, this <laughs> it's is a Porsche. Yeah, this is like sure. a high tech uh, material, composite material, and now we're building a bed that gets beat up. So um, exactly, but it's supposed to be stronger, less scratch resistant. That's or, what they're saying. Whatever, more scratch. Better resistant. dent, scratch, and corrosion resistance. Only available on the top Denali trim, so it's not standard on anything. Mm-hmm. Carbon fiber is, a, is, is an expensive process. I mean, this it gets, it's a handmade thing. Like, well, it's, and it's a huge amount yeah, of it. And, and, yeah, and how much does it cost to repair? Yeah. What well, if somebody what if somebody rear-ends your, your your carbon fiber bed? Yeah. How much is that going to? And it's what's interesting is that you know GM made fun of Ford for using all this aluminum. Oh, right. it's weak inside. And then, right. And now they're coming out with carbon right. fiber. So. Y- you know what I'm excited though, about though because you said we are truck guys and it is funny that we're all three on here. I don't even know if this was intentional by our by producer Dave. Uh, who but knows? We are all truck guys, and so with <laughs> the new Ram, the 2019 Ram coming mm-hmm. out. Uh, the new uh, Chevy Silverado coming out. I'm excited. And a new Ford Ranger, Ranger coming out. Yeah. We're going to have some trucks in our we're, we're gonna, we're gonna I'm have, excited about We're going to have so. some Talking Trucks podcast. I like it. Uh, how, do you come up, how do you come up with Hopefully these? with these three guys, because that's <laughs> it. We're, 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 we're real truck guys here. Well, honestly, that's really going to do it for this edition of Talking Cars. As always, we really appreciate you watching, and we'll see you next week.